everybody, and welcome to Engaged in Rec. Karina here, your host, and today I have somebody really exciting. Um, it's a little different than the interviews that I've done in the past, more so because this person is not practicing right now, um, but is extremely involved in the rec therapy world. So I want to introduce you all to Nathan Lamaster, who is the founder and owner of Smart CU's Hub, and of Rec, Rec Therapy Directory, the author of The Entrepreneur Rec Therapist, The Business Education You Missed in School, and the creator of TR Entrepreneur Connection on Facebook. Holy cow, that's awesome. Nathan, welcome to Engaged in Rec. Wow, that is a great intro. You are a natural podcaster. I love it. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> Tell me about your background because you are involved in everything. I can't wait to learn all about what you're doing um, and how you got to where you are. Can you give me a little intro to who you are? Who am I? Who are okay. you? Who am I? Yeah, so <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. So um, I started as a rec therapist in 2012. Um, I had gone to school for other things. Uh, when I was going to school, I changed my major twice. Um, I was going for business was my first one. And then my second one was EMT. And then my third one was rec, rec therapy. The way I found the field was kind of interesting. So, um, I had finished all my general ed and I really needed to make a decision, uh, what I wanted to do with my life. And mm -hmm. so... Um, my mother actually was looking on the Sac State website because I went to University of Sacramento in California. Okay. And um, the she found this field called recreational therapy, and she said, "Well, you like to be active. You like helping people. Um, maybe this is something that you want to do." And I only knew from the name. I was like, "Okay, kind of sounds interesting, kind of cool." <laughs> I, I didn't really know though what it was. And so when I started taking classes in it, um, I actually found out that it was so much more. And I, I found that like there's like psychology, there's physical rehab, there's geriatrics, there's all these different areas of recreational therapy. And the fact that it was, you know, it's a growing field and that, um, man, there's so, so much things that are cool about it. Um, like I went from not liking school to really liking it. Um, on top awesome. of that, I had a professor, um, her name is Jen Pyatt. She now teaches at Indiana University in uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Um, and uh, she taught me about my learning disability. So I had a learning disability where it came to reading. And okay. she, she taught me, she adapted, uh, like helped me adapt my learning to something that would work for me. So for me, I'm an auditory learner. And so when I hear something, I retain it a lot better than when I read it. Yeah. And so uh, I took a recording device to classes and then I would record the lectures and then play it back and it would stick. So I ended up getting straight A's after that slight change. And it was just learning how my brain actually works. So that made me really interested in education and for people like me that struggled a little bit during school was like, okay, maybe they're, they're I'm not dumb. Maybe it's just the way <laughs> I learn, you know? So, yeah. um, so that was really cool. And she, she did that. And then she also challenged us by, um, we had a class where we had to 
create a department manual from scratch where like it was like a fictitious company that we were going to create mm-hmm. and so because of my learning issue um, I created this thing called child which was children's health and independence with learning disabilities and wow. um, and you know I got really into it and I thought you know no way I'm ever going to write a book because it was 153 pages and so wow. like uh because of that she challenges i got an a again and i was just like wow this field not only is you know like engaging me but it's also like helping me learn who i am and how i learn and you know and making me excited about what i can do in the future so fast forward a little bit um so i did my uh, first i did two internships because uh, i had to leave the first one um, I didn't have enough money to complete it because I went out of state and uh, uh, they didn't pay us. Right. So, my, yeah, I'm, I don't know if you remember internships. Yeah, a long time ago. Totally yeah. volunteer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my my first um, my first uh, internship was actually at Christmas Spawn Hospital in Corpus Christi, Texas. I lived in California at this time, so I wasn't actually in Texas. Now I live in Texas, but. Um, the, I was doing physical rehab, which was really cool because, like, I was like, okay. So, but the cool thing about your internship, right, is um, you get to learn about another aspect of the field that maybe that wasn't the primary reason I wanted to go to in recreational therapy. Yeah. But um, after finishing that, uh, or not finishing, having to leave early, I uh, had to come back and I did a second one in community rec. A community rec, um, completely different focus um but still equally as cool um we work with people with learning disabilities and developmental disabilities and taught them life skills in the community so that they could function and you know have a quality of life so that was that was really cool to see both ends of the spectrum clinical and community right off the bat and um after graduating um the first job i ever held as a recreational therapist was in geriatrics so i got a whole another uh, look at uh, what recreational therapy has to offer and in this setting it was assisted living and skilled nursing and um, I ended up being a manager for the first time so that was the first ever like time I ever had people underneath me and so you jumped into your rec therapy for the first time and was a manager for the first time yeah and I was intimidated <laughs> I was intimidated honestly because I was like I never managed anybody in my life um i never had a job where i was a manager and so just that this place they had two activity assistants that reported to the recreational therapist and um i i had a learning experience while i was there so um i may have encroached a little bit on the physical rehab side of the the skilled nursing facility because like they had (laughs) physical rehab they offered yeah and i was like working with this client who had um uh, stress ball she was she had a stroke so she was using um well I, I use a stress ball as like the um the therapeutic intervention to kind of build uh fine motor skills and like to build up muscles in her hands mm-hmm. so she could do certain things and the physical therapist the occupational therapist are like what is he doing that's not what activity director is supposed to do and, and little I'm do like, they know recreation therapy <laughs> is a whole <laughs> yeah and they didn't know like i only knew what i learned in my internship and so like my internship wasn't physical rehab so i was like oh okay well 
I learned quickly, okay, this is what they wanted me to do while I was there. <laughs> and um, and so we grew the department. We helped them get another star. So they were a three-star facility. We ended up with a four-star facility. Amazing. Um, uh, I ended up taking on some other roles and like uh, making sure that um, there was not only like a rec therapy program, but it was like marketing almost to where, um, you know, we became like the reason people would want to come have Mm -hmm. their loved ones stay there. Um, And so that was an interesting turn of events. Um, And then, you know, activity calendars, um, doing uh i tried to stay away from just doing bingo all the time because that was what they were doing beforehand and i was like looking into like okay so i need to hit at least the five areas the five domains right physical mental emotional social and spiritual so i'm gonna go create a program that fits all these things but i'm also not going to give them a culture shock to where like they um you know they they show up one day and they're like man i really loved my bingo and you took that away from me yeah. Um, I, I didn't want to do that, but uh, I think at the end, it you know turned out that they really loved the program. They felt involved, like resident council and like other things that we did there. Um, and like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the experience so much that when my administrator left that job after a year, he came to another place and he remembered what I had done at the place we were at. And he offered me a pay raise to come over to where he's at. He poached me from the other place to go help this two-star facility get to a four-star facility. Wow. So, so that was like my my first ever in the field. And I was like, man, I'm doing more admin stuff than I am actually therapy, which is not yeah. what I thought I was going to do. Um, and uh, after that, my wife, uh, she works in radio. So uh, for her, I met her in California when she was working at Caleb and Air One, which is a Christian radio station. That's okay. out here, their, their national station. And like she lost her job there and for about a year was looking for a job. And at the time, California's unemployment was like 13%. It was like super high. And so finding a job was really difficult. And so she got two job offers. One was in Florida and one was in Texas. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I want her to, to be fulfilled and feel like she's doing, you know, something that she wants to do. And so we thought about it, we prayed about it in Texas, the cost of living is a lot less in California. And I was surprised to see like, man, one day I could afford a house. I could actually Uh be able to survive here. And so, um, came to Texas and nobody knew what recreational therapy was here. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of a, a shock uh, for, for me um, in finding work. So um, after taking audit and jobs for a little while, I was even, I went from doing what I was doing in California to trying to just earn ends meet working as a tech at a behavioral health hospital and as a uh, pizza delivery driver actually. <laughs> so <laughs> complete, completely separate thing. And I was just like, you know, at least I get free pizza. So this isn't so bad. <laughs> um, but uh, when I found a job listing for a recreational therapist, it was an hour away. And I was just like, I need to get back into the field doing what I went to school for. And um, so I took the job. But I mean, having an hour commute to work and from work every single day is kind of taxing. Long, um, yeah. Yeah. But it was a behavioral health hospital, so it was a completely different area as well. 
Um, so I got exposure to behavioral health and in that setting, you know, recreational therapists will teach coping skills and teach skills that'll help people not keep coming back to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, I got to create a program from scratch at that place. Um, I learned that I really love behavioral health. Like that's like my passion area of recreational therapy. Like, uh, for, for me, like I sometimes miss being a practitioner and like, uh, I want to just like volunteer back on the psych unit if they would let me, cause it's a locked psych unit. They probably wouldn't let me volunteer, but, um, I, I just love the population because people are at like the worst parts of their life and you get to a chance to really reach in and, you know, be a, uh, encourager and then also to, to, um, really make a difference. Um, and so I felt excited about going to work every day. But um, during that drive, I uh, would listen to podcasts, and there's a podcast called, um, um, oh my gosh. Uh, Engaged in Rec. I started listening to Engaged in Rec. That's what <laughs> made me, I was like, one day I was going to be on this podcast. I knew it. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Yes, making yeah. a difference. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, um, it was called Smart Passive Income. I don't know if you've heard of that one, but it's a uh, it's like um, ways to make a passive income while you're doing other things. And Ooh, so, I'll have to check that out. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I'll have to check that one out. Thank you. Well, it it was great. Um, and the guy Pat Flynn, who's the host, uh, he makes all the mistakes in business, so you don't have to. So like, perfect. You get to kind of learn from things that you don't have to actually do. So, um. So while I was doing that, I was thinking about like, cause they talked about like e-learning and, and courses and things like that. And at the time, you know, because I had that hour drive and I was like, if I ever lost this job in Longview, Texas, would I ever be able to find another rec therapy job or would I have to travel even farther? Uh, because we're now like established in Tyler. We're like, this is where my house is, this is where my wife mm-hmm. works, it's all that. Um, and so I looked online to see what course offerings and e-learning we had and there what wasn't a lot of options. And so I did what, you know, most people did is like I Googled it and um, I found like one person that was doing it and needed doing it for a long time. And I started taking courses on the site, partially for my own continuing education, but then partially also to kind of like see like okay this is what an online course looks like how does it work and everything how does it work and then also i was like okay can i do better yeah (laughs) and so um i wasn't impressed so like that that was the thing it was like a quiz based off of a book that i did um the guy didn't write and and charging 80 dollars for a course and i was just like this is like he's scamming people basically and so, and I'm like, they're not learning anything if they know where in the book to look for the answer. Exactly. Um, and all that. So um, I was like, okay, we need to actually help in this area. And I think I found my niche. I found my area. You know, it's what I went to school for. It is, you know, it's a business. I like business. It's, it could create a smart passive income type situation. And, but then it was like the whole, whole reality of like, Nobody knows who I am. Nobody would listen to me. Um, you know, I had imposter syndrome, like, yeah, like, way up the wazoo. 
And um, my friend who I met in Tyler was an accountant and he was like, man, we should do this together. And so we uh, started working on stuff like we learned how to build a website from scratch. We learned how to um, do all types of stuff that like I had no idea how to do beforehand. And he started commenting in all the uh, LinkedIn uh, rec therapy groups. Um, and he ended up being the top contributor in like four of them so that people were like, okay, they clicked on his page. They see he's an accountant. They're like, what the heck are you doing on a rec therapy? Yeah. Page? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he would ask really intelligent questions and be a resource and I would do the same. And we started building like a beta test group and we said, okay, in exchange for free this, this much. You know, would you be interested in testing this out, telling us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see? And we got um, a lot of good feedback and we made those changes and we made it a reality. And then right when I released it, I felt like, okay, this is the chance I'm going to release it. I was like, okay, I hope I don't fall on my face. I hope I don't make a joke <laughs> of myself. I hope people do try this out. And, you know, I took a risk, right? Um, so how did you get it out there to after your your testers that you had? Did you just keep shooting it out on LinkedIn and Facebook and everything to all of the rec therapy groups? I did do that because those are a free way to advertise. Yeah. Um, but I also found a list of recreational therapists on the old recreation therapy website. It had a, um, a list of people that had just put voluntarily put their names and emails down. Okay. And and so I sent out a mass email to that list, you know, it's like a, Hey, you know, we're here, you know, and, um, yeah. and I, we ended up getting our like first sale like that day, Amazing. which is so, crazy. Cause I was just like, okay, it's working, but now the pressure's on me. Now, now somebody's giving me money. I have to actually perform. I have to actually, you know, and, and so I was like, all right, I'm gonna make sure I wow the socks off of them with customer service. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do everything I can to, you know, make them happy so they tell other people. And so I did that. And then a really crazy thing happened. So like, uh, about a week into it, I got an email from that other provider that had been around for me beforehand and with a cease and desist. Oh. Uh, and that was a crazy thing because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like, this is scary, you know. Um, yeah. And it was like they said that they own the term rec therapy CEUs. And that's actually what Smart CEUs Hub was called originally was rec therapy CEUs dot com. Uh, um, and I, I didn't know anything about the law. I didn't know anything about that at the beginning. And so I consulted a lawyer and found out that he, you can't own a generic term like that. And so I didn't do anything. I just continued going. And for like a year and a half, kept getting these more threatening emails and stuff. And eventually came to a, a consensus agreement where I'd sell him the, the URL and the name, but he couldn't use it in business for two years. And then, um, you know, uh, charge him 800 bucks for it. And, uh, like I could just pivot and then continue. And so we changed the name to smart C's and smart actually is an acronym since for success makers are rec therapists. 
Oh, yeah. I was thinking specific, measurable, attainable. <laughs> oh, like smart that goals? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. What is it? Can you say it again? What is success, the acronym? Success makers are rec therapists. Love that. Mm-hmm. And that was actually my wife who uh, came up with it, so I, I can thank her. Uh, but uh, when we just pivoted and continued going on, um, and we just kept growing and we knew we had two years before he would come in and try to compete again with the other URL and like, like stuff. So, um, we're like, we need to make sure that the brand is known as smart. Like this is like what we're about. This is what we're trying to do. And so really got into branding and then also enlisting smart ambassadors. We call them smart ambassadors, smart instructors, uh, people that are, you know, part of the team that do various roles. So like a smart instructor is someone who teaches a course uh, that's on smart CU's hub. And currently we have 26 instructors. Um, And then a smart ambassador is somebody who um, goes out, talks about the brand, has special promo code that they can give out that's attached to their, their name. And so that whenever they get five people that sign up, they get a hundred bucks. And so um, that helped kind of spread the word. Um, and then also the unlimited CU's membership, which is the first one that in our field where like you could just pay once and then only make one purchase decision where you don't have to like come back every time to purchase something new. Yeah. And um, it makes it super simple and it makes it into a subscription model. So like the subscription model allowed us to keep growing. Um, we actually doubled in size. So um, that was that was crazy to see um now so like at the beginning we only made six grand in the whole year and i was working like 13 hours a day i was working eight hours a day at my job and five hours a day on on the business and then two years later it surpassed my income as a therapist um and so i took the risk of going full-time into it to see how big i can grow it and today seven years later after it started um, it is now serving about 5,000 recreational therapists every single year. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So what started out and going through those trials and this like part where it was like really tough, right? In the end, it like perseverance and like pushing through and then like learning a lot, um, it could happen. So I got really passionate about entrepreneurship, which is why I wrote the book, um, The Entrepreneur Rec Therapist, um, the the business education you missed in school, because there is a whole area of rec therapy that relies on like Medicaid waivers in the US. I don't know if you guys have any types of waivers up there where they reimburse for recreational therapy services. I don't believe that we do right now, actually. Okay, well, I found out that we have like four or five states that have these. And in Texas, for instance, where I'm at, it's $77 and 24 cents an hour reimbursement. So like they will pay you to do community rec with people who have um, intellectual disabilities or um, uh, emotional disturbance. And like, that was like really cool. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to pair up with somebody. So I paired up with this guy, Adam Cornelius. Uh, He goes by Wesley, like his name on Facebook, but his, his name that everybody calls him is Adam. I guess his middle name. Um, and he actually owns Sea Hope Services, which is a um, independent practice out um, in Mississippi. 
and he started doing consulting at like uh, geriatric hospitals and, and things like that. And uh, we decided to create an eight week long business course where uh, it's called Direct Therapy Business Masterclass, where like uh, you learn everything about business from start to finish to um, how to how to uh, get insured, how to um, how to get billing situation handled, uh, all of that stuff. So uh, we did that for two and a half years together, and we're we're, we're still doing it. I took a little break because I was doing too many things. Um, <laughs> Get but, your toes in too many places. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't do everything. I'm like, all right, I literally can't do everything. And so, um, and so he, uh, like, he's been doing that for this last class. And I think uh, we, we cap it off at 15 people and we'll do it like after eight weeks, we'll take a month off and then we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, then with marketing that group, I thought, okay, well, there needs to be like a Facebook group where like entrepreneurs can get together that are rec therapists and kind of re- provide resources to each other, um, network, all that. And so it created the TR Net Entrepreneur Connection Facebook group for that reason. Um, and that's now grown and more rec therapists keep joining it and finding out that there's opportunities for independent practice in recreational therapy. Um, and so we started working on that. And then another guy, Ethan Pickett, came along. Uh, so Ethan actually owns Pure Abilities, which is another rec therapy company here in, uh, well, they're in Indiana. And they have about 35 rec therapists on the team. So it's a pretty large um, independent practice. And he uh, and I were seeing a need for a updated rectherapy.com uh, website, like the old uh, recreationtherapy.com. A directory that used to mm-hmm. be around and at the time uh charlie uh he was the guy who owned that site and he started in the 80s like right when rec therapy got a uh, certification for the first time um and his intention was to provide resources and provide like a master site where like people can learn interventions they can find like a shop where they can buy supplies they can connect with other rec therapists. It was like a one-stop shop for everything. Yeah. And he finally was going to retire. And so he gave that website uh, to Danny Petrie, which is his uh, old, uh, you know, friend um, and the guy who owned that other continued education business I was talking about. Um, and um, he gave it to him and then Danny immediately made it into a website that just redirects to his website. So, oh. uh, um, so the rec therapy directory was no more. And so we're like, okay, we need to fill in this gap because this was a great idea. Although it hadn't been updated in a long time and certain links weren't working. We're like, okay, let's bring this into the modern age. And so me and Ethan, we paired up with a developer a friend that we have in Australia that um, uh, helped build this site. Um, and we started getting like different things. There's like a blog that's on it. There's a job board. There's um, a shop. There's uh, they call it the the toolbox, the rec therapist toolbox. Um, All all these things that are like up there. Uh, It hasn't been updated a long time, which is also why I'm needing. I I am looking for someone, if you know of anybody, to um, kind of take that over. um, That really has a passion to grow 
um, that it doesn't make money just so you know that website is not intended to make money it is intended to just be like a master resource for rec therapists I love that you're sharing that on Engaged in Rec because that's exactly what I love doing is just like sharing cool things with people, with other rec therapists, activity professionals. So awesome. Everybody needs to check that one out. Yeah. I just want to let you know that there's lots of ways to get involved and help like there's different areas. So um, we last year started providing our first ever scholarship uh, through Smart Cities Hub. And now it goes through Indiana University Bloomington because that's where Jen Pyatt is. Um, and I wanted to honor her for how much she helped me during school. Um, and so we want to also help rec therapists that want to get masters or doctorates not have to pay as much to get those. Cause a lot of people don't mm-hmm. see why they would want to go back to school if they're not going to get a lot more paid, right. For mm-hmm. masters. And so we're like, okay, well we need people that want to become teachers or else we'll run out of teachers and then we don't have teachers and not professionals. <laughs> so it's, it's a huge problem. So we're like, okay, we're going to provide a $5,000 scholarship every year for uh, people wanting to get those, uh, their degree in, in rec. And um, we started doing that. Um, and so if you're interested in getting that, go to Indiana University Bloomington. <laughs> I know, I don't know how many of them are people from Canada that are here, but. Um, I think it's kind of a fair mixture that I have right now. So, and I think I have some people from Europe as well. Oh, so cool. All right. Hello, Europeans. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so after that, I was thinking about, okay, so honestly, so Smart Cities Hub grew to a place where, like, I wasn't having to do everything that I once have, was having to do because now I have a virtual assistant. I have somebody who does our newsletter, course reviews, all the different stuff that goes on behind the scenes to make the site actually do what it needs to do. And so I was only working three hours a week and making a passive income. So it was really great. Like I was like, this is great, but we do need to work as human beings. We do have a, uh, we need to feel purpose. We need to feel like Mm -hmm. we're doing something. So, um, I started a second business as a way to kind of, you know, um, you know, fill that time. And it's called CEU cloud, which is a, uh, tracker helper for like your CU transcripts. So if you go to a conference, be your CUs online, if you're a rec therapist, a physical therapist, a lawyer, doctor, teacher, whatever, um, we all have continuing education requirements and Mm -hmm. keeping track of your transcripts can be a pain sometimes, especially if they are like in a folder somewhere, like in a filing cabinet. Um, and you don't know how much you have and how much you still need unless you're like really on it. Right. But that's not honestly sure. what most of us do. And as a rec therapist, we have five years before our next big research. Right. So we're like, I don't remember what I did two years ago. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, all right, this tool needs to be created. And so I created it on the, um, so it's on the Apple store and on Google play right now. So you can download it on your oh, phone. Cool. There's a, it's free to use, um, and there's a premium version that allows some extra features. That's only $9.99 a year, um, so it's like 83 cents a month, but it, it'll tell you how much CEUs you, you have, how many you still need. Like It'll send you an automated reminder email each month, um, so you're always on top of that. Um, it will allow you to print and download your transcripts that you saved um, 
uh, from the app itself. Uh, it's stored on the cloud. Uh, so whenever you get a transcript, you can scan it and it'll get stored on the cloud. Awesome. Um, and then it also connects you with local providers of CEUs that are in your field. So if it's like a physical therapist, they have to go through a specific place versus a recreational therapist. And, and so we started doing that. Then um, after that was done or during that same time, actually even back like all the way when I was working in, in behavioral health. So it's been like four years now. Um, there uh, was a nurse. So in the, in the psych realm, you're not supposed to have sharp objects on the unit, mm -hmm. right? For obvious reasons. Um, and their um, nurses have to still get into those pill packages. You ever seen those medicines that come in um, like a sheet of medicine where they're like, a, yeah. they're called bloodster packs. Yeah. But yeah. Sometimes yeah. We... they're really hard to get into. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so um, I was challenged by one of the nurses there to create a solution for that. And so um, I started going to this place called the Pipeline, which was in Tyler, and using the 3D printer and designing software. And I created this thing called the Pill Puncher. Um, and it punches the pills out of those packages. And it's ergonomic. It has a spring mechanism, so it continuously, you know, will open just like a, you know, a hole puncher or, or those things. And it gets the pills out so that you can pour them into a cup and you never actually have to touch the pill. It makes it more sanitary, et cetera. And so um, I got that patented a few, like two years ago. And and so um, with that business, we're at the stage right now where like um, it's like ready to get injection molded and then sent out to the world. So um, that's, that's so cool. Too. I love yeah. that all of your ideas and things that you've come up with have been like, this is what I want, but we don't have it. Well, let's just create it. <laughs> That, that's how I do things. I love it. I love that because I sometimes I feel the same way that I well, I'm not as big as as the things that you've done. But lots of times I'm thinking like, oh, I'd really love to do this program or this activity or this like therapy with my resident or participant. Oh, I don't know how to do. Well, let's just make it. <laughs> let's just create that then, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, that's I love that. I do want to touch on what types of CEUs that you have available. Like how many classes, courses, hmm. whichever CEUs do you have? Um, yeah. Okay. So currently on our site, we have over 255 clock hours Amazing. Uh, to choose from. Um, so as you know, as we need 50 clock hours, so it's five times your five-year requirement. So you're good for 25 years right now. Um, wow. <laughs> but uh, we actually have new courses come up usually bi-monthly we'll have like at least one or two new courses that are submitted to us that go through the review process and get approved by nctrc and then we'll put them on the site nothing on our site ever goes goes up without going through nctrc first um and so we do that for um ease of mind and peace of mind for the customers is to make sure that the courses are actually in our field, they're actually useful, valuable, etc. And then we do two personal reviews, um, an in-depth content review to make sure the content is, you know, up to par, like um, Tina Watson on our team will actually like uh, read the course and ask questions like a student would. So like uh, if she sees something that's not explained well, she might ask the person to explain it better because oh, okay. like, she didn't understand it. 
she might, you know, she's not the expert on all the subjects because there's so many different areas, right? But she's definitely like, you know, uh, w- would it be cool to have like a handout here? Like, would it be cool to, um, you know, for them to be able to take this thing, this thing that they can print out with them, um, you know, after they take the course? And so she'll do that. And then she'll also do formatting visual review where it's like spelling and it's um, like structure of the course uh, because all of our courses kind of follow the same general layout um, to make it easy for someone who takes our courses. They're usually around 70 slides. They're usually they're broken up into smaller sections so that people can digest it in a lot easier fashion. Um, there's going to be background information. There might be a section there. There might be interventions. There might be um, case studies. There might be other things, all the things that you'd want to know if you're taking a course on that subject um, so that you can actually apply what you learned afterwards. And we make sure that there's videos so that people that are like me who don't like to read a lot uh, can actually watch something or hear something, um, which is super useful. But um, our courses are in almost every single area of rec, recreational therapy. So we have outdoor, we have geriatric, a lot of geriatric, we have behavioral health, we have physical rehab, traumatic brain injury, uh, we have cognitive behavioral therapy on there, we have uh, autism, uh, developmental disabilities, community rec. um, Everything. A whole bunch of stuff. So you'll find something. And, Are they um, all in English, or do you have other languages as well? Uh, we all only have them in English at this point, but if there is a demand for it to be translated, I will definitely explore that. Yeah. I was just thinking, because I'm up in Canada, so there's a lot of French here. <laughs> oh, are there people that only speak French, they don't speak English too? Most people are bilingual, but there's some that are just French um, that are in Quebec and out east. There's a lot of French out there, too. And I know in the States, isn't there? There's um, some Spanish. People speak some Spanish there, don't they? And Mandarin and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, usually, though, the rec therapists are speaking English here. Um, huh. But, yeah, definitely going to keep that in mind because I think that having it available in other languages, if you know, that's a possibility. I think it's cool, especially since I don't know if you knew this, but recreational therapy is not just in Canada and the US. We actually have um, New Zealand, Australia and Japan. Yeah. And uh, I think it's diversional therapy, isn't it called over there, over yeah. in New Zealand? Yeah. yeah. There's different yeah. names all over, I think, which is so cool to learn from people that are from all different countries. Yeah. So cool. I really love that. Um, I have learned so much and I'm so excited to jump on your website and learn a lot more and take some classes, courses. Um, It's been great chatting with you. I just feel like I want to talk to you more because I haven't even had a chance to dive into even more things um, about your book. So tell me um, where people can learn more information about you, how they can get in touch um, because I feel like we just dipped our toes in right now. Oh, yeah, there's so much. Um, there's so much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, I would say, okay, so if you want to contact me, uh, Nathan, so N-A-T-H-A-N at smartcushub.com is the best way for email. Okay. Um, if you want to call me, we have our business phone, which is 903-508-0028. 
and that's the US area code. So um, I think you have to dial one before. Yep. For you. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to contact me on Facebook or social media, that's my personal page. If you look up Nathan Lamaster, I'm like one of the only Nathan Lamasters that's ar around. So it'll be easy to find me. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, all the Facebook groups. You'll see me there. Um, you'll see me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Smart CU's Hub. You're everywhere. <laughs> I try to be as many places as possible. And then I go to conferences too. So I really want to go to a Canadian conference. I've been, um, especially TRO. So like I said, tomorrow I get to meet with the TRO board and uh, talk about our partnership again. Um, so we had a partnership a couple of years ago and we're thinking about doing it to where like a, they get a 20% discount off of our continuing education um, for TRO members. It's like an incentive for people to become awesome. TRO members. Yeah, so if you're a TRO member out there, Take advantage of that. Yeah, actually, the I'm I'm in Kingston, and so we have St. Lawrence College, and the Rec Therapy Program here. Their coordinator is um, a really big part of Tro, so you might be meeting her shortly. Her name's Shannon. Cool. She's awesome. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on Engaged in Rec today. And if anybody wants to get in touch with him, it's Nathan at Smart CEOs dot com is it dot com smart smart cu's hub smart cu's hub dot com there we go thank you so much i really appreciate you coming on hey thank you so much karina and anytime you want to have me on i'll be glad to come back on oh i feel like we need a part two for sure <laughs> awesome <laughs> thanks all right have a great day you too bye